0: On the bridge at the goddess's controls, Teo and Naomi were looking straight into the eyes of the huge monster. Do you think he'd understand if I told him we have a headache? Naomi attempted humour. Teo was not happy. A couple of thousand feet lower, and he could have shot some support lines into the basin wall. He didn't want to activate anything to save alarming the beast, so they seemed to be stuck. We've got less than an hour till to total wipe out. Naomi updated their state of affairs. So we had better think of something. Rhiannon entered the control room at full steam, then slowed as her eyes met with the much larger ones outside the ship. What are you doing up here? Theo quizzed, though there was no response from the girl. She stared at the beast and closed her eyes. We must go. There is danger for us here. Rhiannon willed the creature to back up. After a moment, the beast slowly turned out of their path. Teo frowned, bemused by what he suspected was happening. Nah, he decided. It was just a happy coincidence. We're clear to continue the descent, he informed the others. The goddess surfaced the following day, unscathed. In their watery bed, they'd not even felt the killer waves pass over. Those on the Azores Islands would not have been so fortunate. If this quake had happened one day sooner when the goddess was in port, most of her crew would be dead. As far out to sea as they were, the sky was dark with soot, and the sun burned red. One would have thought the scenes described in the Book of Revelations had surely come to pass. But they had seen this eerie scene at other times in the last twenty years. Walter Cadfan's vision proved not to be as destructive as he described, though most of the ash and smoke in the air was the result of the new land rising in the North Sea. A volcano had burst through the sea floor, spewing lava that solidified in the cool water to form its own small landmass. Denmark and Britain had felt the shock waves of this, but the damage and death toll had been minimal. Still, if one considered the effect of this disaster upon the gradually rising tide levels. Most of these two countries would eventually end up underwater, as CADFAN foresaw. News of Miles and John didn't reach their families until the following day. They'd survived the ordeal in Britain and managed to get themselves into the newspapers in the process. The old university hall where they'd been lecturing at the time of the quake had partly collapsed. The majority of the faculty and staff were seated near the back of the large amphitheatre and were close to the roof when it fell. Some 200 students had been trapped, so, as opposed to giving a talk on digging up ruins, Miles and John set about organising an on-the-spot demonstration of how to dig your way out of one. This story, on top of the publicity that already stirred up with the Plato Project, landed Miles and John on the guest list of a United Nations charity ball for the quake victims. This was held at the UN premises in London two weeks later, after the cleanup was well underway. As John had disappeared to the bar, Miles planted himself in a quiet corner of the room to read the article. National Geographic had done on the goddess and the sea monster. The picture of the sub and the plesiosaur was the cover story, and the article featured a beautiful photo of Tory manning Merlin too during the event. Miles admired this photo for some time. The three weeks they'd been apart felt more like three years. ''Professor Thurlow,'' I presume. Miles was startled from his fantasy to find a slick young man waiting to present himself. Blonde-haired and blue-eyed, this corporate paragon exuded vitality and drive. He was surrounded by an entourage of five or six people, all hovering about him while he awaited the professor's attention. ''Dark Alexander,'' ICA. ''He held out a hand.'' his beaming smile exposing a perfect set of brilliant white teeth. Miles recognised his name from the invitation and closed the magazine. I am sorry. It's my wife's rig, you know. Miles flashed the cover as he shook the diplomat's hand. I know. I read it. Fantastic project. Lovely wife. Miles felt disturbed. He'd expected someone much older to be in the ICA's...